Hey there! Every month, Annie has a call with our Path 365 members and answers their questions. She tackles a wide range of topics from what to do with big emotions, what kinds of tips and advice she has for addressing difficult situations, how to deal with cravings, and so much more. Listen in as she does some real-life coaching for our Path members. What to do when the desire to drink is overwhelming. At this point, you should just get really curious about it and like just really understand um, usually when we are so concerned about cravings and stuff, we're, we're not at a place where we're like, we actually have much alcohol free time under our belt. Usually what that indicates to me is when you're, when you're so in the weeds with like worrying about having these cravings and, and I'd love to do a poll in the chat and just, you know, confirm this for me, but generally in my experience, when we're so worried about cravings, we're in a battle to not drink. And I'm trying to say, if you're in a battle, put down the weapons, embrace the pause, and then let's move you out of battle mode, right? Because when you're in a battle not to drink, like you're fighting, fighting doesn't feel good. Deprivation doesn't feel good. Willpower is literally by definition, like if you if you consider this for a second, our will is one of the things that as human beings is different than any other organism, right? We have volition, we have will, we have choice. That's what we humans have, okay? And when we see crime, that is the worst crime that we can see and imagine happens when it is one human like smashing someone else's will, doing something against their will. That's always the worst. It's terrible. And yet when you think about willpower, you desire a drink. That's natural. That's normal. That's where you are right now. You haven't been through all the curriculum and you're using willpower. You are fighting with your own will. You're trying to take your own will and smash it, right? It's very violent if you think of it that way. And what I'm saying is be like, okay, I'm going to put down all my resistance. I desire a drink. I'm going to get so curious. I'm not going to fight with the desire. I love what somebody said, lean into it. I'm going to just be insanely curious about it. I might sit there and journal and I might have the drink and that's going to be totally fine but I'm not going to have it because what happens, like, if you imagine this in a fight, right? Like you're trying to win against your, your desire for a drink. Your desire for a drink is throwing up all these cravings and it's really intense. And you're trying to exert your willpower and you're trying to make yourself wrong. Your desire is coming back. You're in it. You're tussling, you're tussling. And then finally, what do you do? You bust open that bottle and you chug it down before you even think about it. There's no consciousness when you finally give in. There's no curiosity. There's no learning because you're, it's like instant, right? What I'm saying is like, put down the weapons and be like, okay, I radically want to drink right now. Why? And don't do it in a way that you're saying, okay, but I'm not going to let myself have one because then all your weapons are coming back up. You're saying, okay, I might drink. I'm going to give myself a half an hour. But before I do, I want to understand this craving. I want to know what it feels like in my body. I want to know why I feel like I want to drink. I want to understand what's happening around me. I want to juice this time of drinking, this pause 
for everything I can because I am learning about myself because all of this is data. It is all data. It's data about why I drink. It's data about where my triggers are. It's data about the things I associate with alcohol. It's data about my beliefs that need to be unwound. And so I would just go into it and be like, all right, I'm not going to fight it. I'm just going to get really curious about it before I give into it. And sometimes when you get so curious about it, you don't actually give in because the, the giving in thing, you like literally would get so curious. I remember a time I was on a beach vacation. I was in my pause and, um, and I was really just, I was embracing this like to the nines, right? This curiosity without judgment, I was embracing it. And so I was there, my husband ordered a Mai Tai and I was like, oh, Mai Tais. That's like one of my favorite things. I love Mai Tais. And I sat there before I ordered one and I was like, okay, what is it that I think that drink is going to do for me right now? And again, I had no rules. I could have the drink if I wanted the drink. Like there was rules. I was not trying to overcome my own will with willpower. I was just really leaning into what I as a human being wanted and what I as a human being thought this alcohol was doing for me, right? So I was like, okay. And I remember journaling and I would say, all right, well, what would a drink really do? Well, I know myself, I probably wouldn't stop at wedding drink. It's like noon. We're on this beach vacation. If I had one, I'd probably have four or five. And then by the time dinner's coming around, I'm probably going to be really groggy and tired. And I'll probably have like, you know, 45 minutes of like kind of that tipsy buzzed feeling cumulatively. And then I'm going to be really tired. And I was like, oh, I don't really want that. I kind of want to be awake today. This is my first time in Hawaii. I'm, I'm like, want to be present for this. But then my brain said, but my ties, they taste so good. And they taste so good because of the rum. And I was like, all right, well, is that really true? So my husband had ordered one with rum and I said, okay, I want a virgin one just to do. And I did a taste test and I had a sip of his and I had a sip of mine. And guess what? Mine tasted better. And so then with all my consciousness, with no rules, with no willpower, I just decided to drink my virgin Mai Tai and I was super happy about it. But it was because I was like, I was outside the box. I was trying to have a different conversation with myself, right? And so like the things that are so important right now is just like radical curiosity without judgment. You're leaning into every time. And, you know, some of our brains are going to be like, great, it's a free for all. I'm going to try to just drink as much as humanly possible during the pause because then I'm going to have to give it up. And then you're like, okay, brain, well, that's interesting. Why do you want it? What is the giving up? What do you think you're giving up? And then you start to make a list of all the things you think you're giving up. You're like, okay, great. These are the beliefs that I need to really understand. Are they true? And I would go so far as to say, like, in my pause, I said, if I prove to myself that alcohol is the end all be all, it is the best thing that ever happened to me. It is the reason that my whole life is making sense and working. If I prove that to myself, I'm going to let myself keep drinking. That's how open-handedly I let it. That's how much I was so committed to finding what was true, not having this preconceived agenda for myself. So much of our willpower says, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to do this. Like, no, I'm saying like, don't have an agenda. Just really like, here's the, here's the thing. And I know it's so hard for us to understand at this stage. 
I believe this so truly about you though. And I believe it's so truly about the thousands of people who've gone through this program. Like I believe it just to my core because I've seen it over and over and over again. If you can let go of all of these, like, because I punishment things that you're doing to yourself, punishing yourself for not being a normal drinker, these beliefs that you have as, as we work through the beliefs and you really come down to this point, want to drink right now with both eyes open, without the fear, without the deprivation, do you want it? Your answer is going to ultimately be no, if you take this and you really do it. And the reason is because you can be trusted with you. And I know you don't believe that, right? Because we've been taught that we need all these rules and all this governance, but we really don't. Like we really don't, when we really explore and know the absolute truth about what alcohol is and what it's doing for us. And we confirm that with our own experience during the pause, you can be trusted with you. I know your brain is throwing up all sorts of resistance right now. And it's saying, no, Annie, you don't know me. I'm going to end up two bottles in like bottles of vodka. I'm going to be like on the couch. I'm going to be throwing up in my backyard. Like you don't know me. And I'm like, yeah, maybe. And then you're going to wake up the next day and you're going to be like, that sucked. Because at the end of the day, if you can be trusted with you, this is the truth. This is the whole, we will show you this, but you have to do your part of getting radically curious and curiosity about what you're doing right now. And your drinking does not come without self-compassion. As soon as you start judging yourself, I shouldn't have other people aren't drinking. And here's the thing, not everybody's in the pause. Some people don't want to start drinking again. They just want their brain to be rewired because they don't, they're sick of feeling like they're, you know, feeling deprived and feeling left out. You got to put that comparison down. Comparison is the thief of joy. You have to put the comparison down. Comparison will steal your joy. This is your journey. You in the mirror. And at the end of the day, you will do the right thing for you. And you know this, you know somewhere deep inside your gut without a shadow of a doubt that you will never let yourself fall behind beyond a certain point. You know that you will save yourself. You know that you will fix this for yourself. You know that there will be a point at which you pick yourself up and dust yourself off and change this for yourself. You know. Now your brain's playing tricks on you and saying, well, it's not yet. Well, it's further in the future. And I'm saying, no, it's now, but you have to put down all of these fake rules and you have to lean into what do I really want, but you can't decide that without all the knowledge. So what we're doing here is the rewiring is all the knowledge. So your only job is to show up, but the knowledge gets even better when you start to observe your own self in the wild at your, at when you're cooking dinner, when you're out, observe yourself, no judgment. Your job is observation, curiosity, and curiosity doesn't come without judgment. And when you're radically curious about yourself, you are going to learn. And when you combine that with the knowledge about alcohol, you're going to find a place where you're like, you know what? So much of what we're doing is we're trying to rebel against this bullshit idea that I can't drink anymore. 
yeah, you can drink. You can for sure drink. The whole rest of your life, you can drink. You can get off this call right now and you can drink forever. You are an adult. You are a grown person. So stop rebelling against yourself. Accept that you can drink. And there's consequences. When, we, when we're trying to put these, like, in order to have a willpower battle, we literally have to separate ourselves into the one exerting the will and the one subverting the will, right? We, we separate ourselves into, into the rebel and the punisher. And what we're trying to do here with self-compassion, with the pause, we're putting you back together so that you as a human being make the decision, not with rules, not because you have to, not because it's a punishment, not because you're in some program, but what you want in your heart. And it's gonna be like me at the beach where when I looked at it and I weighed the 20, 30 minutes of kind of tipsiness with the fact that it would ruin the rest of my day, I didn't want to drink. I am not blowing smoke when I say every time I'm on TV or in some interview on the radio or wherever, and they say, are you sober? And I say, no, I'm not sober. I drink as much as I want whenever I want. And I haven't wanted to drink in more than eight years now. I, that is true. Now it doesn't anymore involve me like doing a whole journaling thing at the beach with a Mai Tai, but it did at first. But we get ourselves so confused because we've created a battle. That battle is cognitive dissonance. That battle is what this program will heal if you let it. But you've got to put down the rules. And I, I, I know I like kind of am buzzing through a lot of these questions, but so many of these questions right now are like, I feel like we need this bigger picture thing because the questions are all about like, how do I get over day one? How can I handle a, a craving? How can I um, unlike something I actually like? Uh, how, how do I, do I go to a happy hour? Or do I decline it? You know, which, which I think is actually worth, worth talking about. I would go to the happy hour and I would get super curious. Declining a happy hour. No, it depends if you want to go and you like the people, all right? Like give yourself permission to not do the things you actually don't want to do for sure, a hundred percent. But like, what a great learning possibility to go and be tempted, like put yourself in temptation. Because at the end of the day, we're trying to get rid of all the rules and just get to what you want. And you can be trusted with yourself to make the right decisions for yourself. I know that that's true. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you're ready to see how This Naked Mind can help you on your personal health and wellness journey and want to learn more, go to thisnakedmindpodcast.com to learn what your next best step is. Again, that's thisnakedmindpodcast.com. We have all of our free resources, programs, social links, and more available for you there. Plus, if you have your own naked life story to share, you can submit it there as well. Until next week, stay curious.